Welcome back everyone to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua Dub underscore Stamper. Aspire listeners, this is an exciting episode because it is the 200th Yes, you heard it right, 200th episode, and I know you're probably thinking, okay, Apple says that you have way more episodes than that, and that is because there's bonus episodes and content out there, but this is the 200th interview, and Sarah Johnson is on with me, who is the podcaster for the In Awe podcast, also Aspire to Rise, the episodes that we have done in the past where we have coached aspiring leaders. And she had a brilliant idea of kind of flipping the script. Sarah, I don't know. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm so excited. By the way, congratulations, 200 episodes. That is exceptional. Did you ever think when you started the Aspire podcast that you would get to 200? Did no. you have a plan for it? I, I had zero plan. Honestly, I was I was kind of building the plane as we flew. I had this crazy idea, as you remember, with Todd Nisloni and Jeff Feel, and I'd Pitched it both to both of them, and they said it was a brilliant idea. And I thought, okay, it was just two buddies of mine, just kind of you know pumping the tires and, and get me excited about something. I had no idea I'd do this for over four years with two hundred episodes. You actually just stepped into my next question: is four years? Four years. That is amazing. So you already kind of alluded to this. I get to interview you for the two hundredth episode because we need to hear about Joshua Stamper. <laughs> You're always asking everyone else all these questions. It's true. I do ask a lot of questions, but I love it. I love talking with amazing leaders like yourself, and and I get to learn just as much as the listener, and probably more so because I don't only experience in the moment, but I get to edit and listen to it again, and I take notes, and I get a lot of amazing wisdom from folks doing an awesome job all over the world. That's a sign of what your leadership is though, Joshua, I love it so much because it's been really fun to watch you evolve over the years. and your network grow and your leadership and your voice become stronger and to be present in so many spaces. So it's a really wonderful thing to see. And I'm so glad that you've stayed so consistent and that you're still here and you're just next leveling all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I, I attribute that to a lot of amazing folks, Todd Nisloni, you, Jeff Gargas. I mean, there's a lot of folks, Evan Rob, that have been on the podcast so many times and um, have spoken into my life and, and given me a lot of direction. And obviously there's been a lot of changes in the last four years. A lot of changes. Okay. So I wanted to ask you a couple more things about the Aspire podcast. Is that okay? Yeah. Since you're in 200th. Of course. Okay. So what has been the most interesting interview that you ever did? Like if of all that content, oh what's one that's just sticking out in your mind right now? Uh, there's a lot of content out there. Oh, Rick Warmly. I think I've said this before on a podcast, probably when I was a guest on someone else's, but when I was probably second year teacher, maybe third year, we had to do a book study. Fair is not always mm -hmm. equal. And mm -hmm. I got in a, a yelling match <laughs> with a colleague <laughs> over grading. And I <laughs> was so astonished by the direction and how quickly it escalated the conversation. And I was so passionate about the book and, and it just resonated so much as a young teacher, probably because of my experience as a student and how I hated grades. I didn't, I thought it was ridiculous. Most of the content that we were trying to learn anyways, I was like, I'll never use this in my real life. And I was right. Mm -hmm. And then 
on top of that, if you didn't learn it in the week or the day that you had the content, they just moved on anyway. So there was no mm -hmm. value in it, obviously, because I didn't have to learn it. So mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff in the book that was amazing and, and I really agreed with. To then reach out to him and he said yes to come on the Aspire podcast. I was just like fanboying all over him. It was an amazing conversation and yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. I can't stop beaming and I love that. And what a testimony to your presence that you could get that level of a leader in our field to say yes to your podcast and not a surprise because you are doing great things. And I've heard that podcast episode <laughs> and I fangirled both of you. I am such a fan of Rick. I've met him in person a few different times. We brought him into our school and he, I'll never forget, like he ate salmon at dinner. And one of the things <laughs> I loved about him is that he was in the car three feet away from me, the same as he was on stage, right? When he gets, I don't know if you ever seen him speak when he gets super passionate and his character voices come out, he'll yes. speak just like that right next to you. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't met him in person. I've never been in the same room. Oh. Um, I've only seen him on YouTube. I've obviously through Zoom also you know, stuff like that. So it's all video content that I've consumed uh, for him. So that is definitely like a bucket list item is I'd love to be in the same space as him also. I all of a sudden just had an idea, like we should collaborate on a bucket list together because I haven't, <laughs> you and I have not met in person I either. Know. That's crazy. How is that possible when you're like one of my favorite people on this planet? I don't know. It feels like I have, but yeah. I haven't. So strange. It's so strange. Let's meet in uh, DC and we'll go knock on Rick's door. Just kidding. That seems a little stalkerish, but. <laughs> hey, Rick, remember me? <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. I'm not surprised. He said yes. I'm not surprised that that's one of your most memorable. That is amazing. It's one of the most listened to, I think it's second all-time Aspire to Lead podcast episodes um, listened to. It's It was a phenomenal experience all around. That is amazing. Okay, so let's get a little bit behind the scenes. 200 episodes, all the extra content. Can you share with us a time when something went, you know, dastardly, like way wrong oh, yeah. oh, off I, the track? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what episode number is. This is pretty early on. Jay Billy came on as a guest. We had mm -hmm. a phenomenal one hour conversation. At this time, I was recording on YouTube. And so it would, it would download onto YouTube. It would be a live stream and then people could consume it live. And then also I would just download it off of YouTube and then rip the audio and then, you know, edit it from there. So I went to YouTube to download it and it was seven seconds long. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you are about the same age. So as you remember VHSs and how it would fast forward and have something go, well, this was like ultra fast forward. So it was an hour long conversation in seven seconds and it looked like a VCR fast forwarding and my heart dropped and I started literally sweating in the moment and thinking I have zero content for the week and I had this amazing conversation with Jay and now I have to ask him again to record. <laughs> so I reached out and this, the, the other reason I remember this is because I went to see Smashing Pumpkins with my wife, which is my all time favorite band and okay. I'm sitting there trying to get the gumption to message Jay that will you please record with me again? And he graciously, of course, said yes. And we actually had a better conversation. And Jay would admit this uh, the second time around. And um, I 
because of that, have revamped my entire system, as you know, mm. where I can see it recording and I, I have yet to lose a recording since then. Joshua, you are so earnest. I, I'm just <laughs> sitting here picturing you on this well-deserved date with your beautiful wife because you have all these millions of children. Yeah, <laughs> millions. And thinking about this podcast, right? Because that's what it is. When you're a podcaster, you... I know that about you. You value people's time. You know how important it is and how vulnerable podcasting mm -hmm. can be for people. It's funny because I've heard you share that story before. I'd never heard the details of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and all I can hear now is, you know, 1979 uh -huh. in my head. It was a great That's show. a good one. But then I'm also, you never said it was Jay before. And it doesn't surprise me, you know, that he was willing to redo that with you and that you were able to walk it forward. Cause we know it doesn't always work out that way either. People will say no yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, mm -hmm. but Jay is a phenomenal leader and a very gracious man. Yeah, lead with culture, baby. There He's you go. great. We're gonna pause for just a second as I ask you the listener, have you ever wondered if you could be a leader in your school or in your district? My book, Aspire to Lead, is available now as I share a practical guide for aspiring leaders to enhance your leadership capacity. As we all know, leadership is extremely difficult and getting that experience needed to advance can be a huge challenge. In this book, you'll find the Aspire model, which is infused with stories of past failures and successes to guide with actionable steps to enhance your skills. In addition, you'll find fantastic resources and contributions from 11 influential leaders. You can find Aspire Lead on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Walmart. If you have a chance to read the book, please take a moment to leave a review on any of the online platforms that you made your purchase. Now, let's get back to the interview. All right. So if you were to give anybody advice, uh, you know, here you are four years. That's a long string of dedicated recording, editing, all the things that go with it, 200 interviews. From all of that experience, is there any advice that you would give to somebody who is thinking, you know, I got to get my voice out there. It's my time to aspire to that leadership. You need to make sure that it's a topic that you're passionate about. Mm. It was something that I knew wasn't going to fall to the wayside. And as you know, as a podcaster, it takes a lot of time and dedication to sit down not only to record, but to find your guests, to do the show notes, to edit. I mean, there are so many facets to podcasting that I think folks just don't realize the mm -hmm. commitment it takes. And so if you don't have that passion behind it, I mean, it's going to, going to seem like a chore and <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to do it uh, consistently. And that's the, that's the other thing too, is like, I try and be as consistent as possible about having at least one episode per week around the same day. So that way my listeners know exactly when the content's coming out. And I've been true to that for the most part, you know, for four years, obviously mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've got a crazy large family and, you know, the job and vacations and whatnot. But for the most part, for four years, I've been able to at least get something out, um, you know, because it's something that I truly love and, and am passionate about for aspiring leadership. I love that about you and you're right. Everything that you said with that dedication, having the passion, and even still, it can lead you sideways when you have so many things going on because you have had all of the things for so long. And then watching you rise up into a new role in the last, you know, was it been year or two with the teach better team, adding that, you know, yep. additional leadership aspect, um, has been fantastic, but also 
right? Challenging that to continue with your own content and kind of live that message that you're encouraging everybody in the network to do. So kudos to you. Thank you. Awesome. Are you ready to sidestep into some pretty big information (laughs) for your listeners? Yes. So, okay. So we've been talking about the fact that you have, you know, this wonderful wife, million kids, you've been fantastic, celebrated school leader podcasting, you're an author. I've always wondered, man, how are you fitting your full life into this 24 hour block of time that we all seem to have? And none of us can petition for more. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But I know that you have been kind of in the throes of some interesting life choices. So I think it's time, right? You're interested in letting your listeners know about a new chapter for your leadership. Exciting news, Sarah. Exciting news. So there's, yeah, we've kind of alluded to a lot of changes coming up. And one of them is the fact that I've stepped away from school leadership to work Mm -hmm. specifically with the Teach Better team. And I, I have a new role now, training and development specialist. And all that means is I've got a lot of different roles on the team, um, but <laughs> I'll still have the podcast network as a, a love of mine and something that I'm proud of, that we went from two podcasts we started with and now we're up to 43 Oh podcasts. my gosh. So I'm um, super excited about the development there. And then, yeah, I get to speak. I get to create courses and do video work, graphic design podcast network. I mean, a lot of, as you know, my passions, you know, are being fulfilled within this role. So I love the Teach Better team and had the opportunity to, to start working with them in a much smaller role two years ago after the Teach Better conference. And yeah, I'm just super excited about the transition and it's going to be weird. It's already weird because mm. I'm working in from home for the most part. You know, once school starts, I think that's when it's really going to kind of hit me. I just want to say congratulations because yeah, it's not an easy step. I think you already alluded to the fact that we're the same age, but I think we're like kind of in the middle of some generational things there, but it's really hard to uh, move yourself off of a trajectory when you think, especially because we both got into administration so young um, that you just don't really ever think you're going to leave it until you know that it's time for whatever reason that is. And I'm proud of you for making that brave leap into something that is really going to utilize your leadership skills in so many different new ways. It's going to have a huge impact, you know, more globally, even where you can press your energies into this. Yeah. I think that was kind of the, the piece that I was hitting on, you know, with the book, with the podcast of expanding my impact. That was, that's something that I'm, that I've always wanted to do. I didn't know what that would look like. And I still don't know what that looks like, but that was the opportunity with Teach Better is expanding my voice in, in a different way, in a different community. And I mean, I get to do some really amazing things and I get bored easily. I, I think I've alluded to that in other podcasts before, but I needed to, to have a shift. I needed to change. And uh, this was exactly what I needed and perfect time. Like you said, it was something that I didn't expect, but definitely needed for sure. So I think that your dedicated listeners on the podcast know about your stress relief quirk. I hope they do by now that you listen to that Christmas music. So in September, you'll be cranking it when everyone else is back to school and you're not. (laughs) I had a crank in this morning. So (laughs) I listen year round. I'm one of those. I think there are actually are stations out there that play it 24 7, 365. Mm -hmm. And I fully yeah. support that. I know there's some folks that think I'm crazy, and that's okay. But I'm just a year-round person that listens to that 
that genre of music. And that's beautiful. You know, everybody has to have their um, positive coping strategies, yes. right? I remember when I left the principalship, it was really a challenge because, uh, and I don't see this coming from you right now. Maybe you're not feeling it, but it's such an interesting time when you rip a title off. Um, and, and maybe the difference is like, you're moving into one and I didn't, I just, it was months and right. I'll never forget. Like the window was open, um, in our house and I was sitting there pecking away at a keyboard, not really knowing what I was even supposed to be doing apparently and hearing the kids play on the playground at school. And I just had this moment of, that was like separating from my body. Like, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be near the kids. Right. So I would imagine that you'll be in that space at some point, but it also is fantastic to know that you're going to be serving, uh, in this capacity and just knowing that you're, I always think about, um, what Jody Carrington says, she's an author. I've had her on my podcast before, but she says that, uh, we need to serve those that serve the kids. And yeah. you're going to be doing that in such a stunning and beautiful way that I'm just excited for the educators that you're going to be serving in that new role. Yeah, I, I'm excited because, like I said, I get to still work with schools. I get to still work with aspiring leaders in a different way. And students, I mean, just to teach a better team and, and the connections that they have with the school district. So I think I'll still have enough of a connection to the school building and being president that I think that's going to fill my cup in that way. But I'll get to do some other pretty exciting projects too. So it will come. I know I'm gonna, it's going to feel odd and I know it's going to, I'll probably long for those interactions and those, you know, having to go in and deescalate a student and things like that, that I've been so accustomed to for almost a decade um, mm. in, in an administrative role. So yeah, I, I fully expect that to happen right now. I'm just kind of in the excitement stage, but I, <laughs> I know there will probably be some grieving coming up here in the next couple of months. But, you know, I had someone ask, well, like, well, that means you're never going to be a principal. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe, maybe that is going to happen. Maybe I don't, maybe it doesn't. I, I don't like to define myself by a, a title or a role. And, yeah. you know, I said that in the book and I, I mean this, like everyone's a leader. It's about influence, not about title. So I, I don't have to be a principal to, to make an impact in someone's life or, um, on a campus. So that, that's kind of where my mindset is right now. It's a beautiful place to be and it's where it should be. And you know, the fun part is you are so young. You never know. You just never know. I, mm -mm, you're going to keep growing and learning and it's going to be so beautiful. I'm just really, really excited for you. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. The interesting part is you're not going to be called Mr. Stamper as much. <laughs> no, no. Nobody will know you by that after a while. That's unless yeah. you're going to start making everyone and teach better call you Mr. Stamper just for fun. <laughs> I don't think that's going to go over very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's exciting news. And I'm so glad that I get to be a part of helping you share that with your community. Well, and you've um, been a huge help just behind the scenes. I mean, we've had conversations about this title and about the shift. And I just want to thank you. I, I think that was one of the reasons I wanted you on for the 200th was, well, granted, I didn't realize we we're going to flip the script, but you know, for this <laughs> conversation and, and for that announcement, I just want to thank you for your help in the decision making. Well, it's an honor because, Hey, 
listeners, just so you know, and I know Joshua talks about this, that a huge part of leadership is just surrounding yourself with people that you can trust and go to and bounce ideas off of. And I feel very, very fortunate that you asked me to be here, but also that you are somebody that I can just be super vulnerable with too. And we can talk through those things together. And, um, you know, if that, if nothing else, just having us talk about that helps people remember to get somebody that's super powerful. Yeah. And I want to give folks the option to, to move into a different position. I think we get so set Mm -hmm. in the roles and the vertical alignment of where we should go as far as our aspirations. And you've probably seen this too in your interviews. I mean, I've interviewed folks that were principal of a building, then went back to a teacher Mm -hmm. and they're very, very happy right now. And they're still Mm -hmm. able to make an impact on the campus and still lead in different ways. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? So Mm -hmm. I just want to give folks just the ability to feel comfortable in taking a different role, even if it's not ascending to something greater in title. Absolutely. And of course, maybe listeners never heard the episode, the most recent episode that you and I did, where I shared about the fact that I am in a school and back in the classroom. And it's such an interesting situation to be having led buildings. I mean, I was principal for six years and then I wasn't in a school for three years. And then I spent one year, I'm going back in here in the fall as a K through 12 library media specialist in an area that I'm not certified in. And I teach 300 elementary school kids when I was a secondary teacher. Um, And I realized so many ways that I can lead where I am in the organization. And I was just sharing this with um, students that are in the leadership program here in Wisconsin. I teach some courses and we were talking about the fact that you really can lead from every single title that you're in. So I know that I see that, um, you know, it's really kind of interesting to be a student of culture, kind of watch it. Um, and, you know, realize, Hey, there are little things that I can do to support the title leaders in the organization and realize that really it is hands on deck. So it's one thing to say it as a leader, but it's a whole other to have led and then go back into this role and, (laughs) you know, do the things that we know we need to do to do the, make the environments that are best for everybody. So Sarah, mm-hmm. what, what are you up to right now? Oh my goodness. What do I, I don't even know. What am I up to? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you have a million projects going on. So are there any new developments in the world of Sarah Johnson? Not a ton new, you know, I'm kind of in a holding pattern right now. I am, you know, doing the leader, library media specialist. I'm an adjunct professor. I do keynote speaking. I'm still coaching for Jay Casas and associates. It's one of the best elements of my entire life. I am one year into my three-year PhD, just got my superintendent license this last spring, which is really exciting. Thank you. I don't know if I'll ever use it, but it's just nice to know that the door can be open, right? Should I choose to knock? Yeah, that's, that's kind of, I'm going into the second year as library media specialist with some new skills that I didn't have in the fall. Right. And then, yeah, kicking back up the in a podcast prayerfully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can announce something with that. Yes. Better team. Part of the teach better podcast network. Watch out for the in a podcast. Yes. And I'm just deeply honored to be a part of the team. And I think, you know, I shared this today on my own social media that we just we're beautiful souls on complicated journeys. And I think sometimes we think we got to keep ourselves at one level in particular and not let go of something. Um, but if we don't learn to do that, then we can't keep saying yes to whatever's next. And so 
I'm just, I feel like your story is such a beautiful illustration of that right now, Joshua, that you said no to something really, really, really good to, uh, you know, make the way for something great. And I'm super excited for you. Sarah, your influence has been great. And I'm truly honored not only to call you my friend, but to podcast with you and then also have you on I don't know how many times you, you got to be up there. I know like between you, Evan, Robin and, and Todd, you're all like fighting for the uh, number one spot of like, who's been on the Aspire Lead podcast. I was joking with Evan, Rob the other day that I need to get you guys like the SNL jackets. Yeah. You know, like once you hit a certain number, you get the Aspire to Lead jacket. Well, first of all, I felt like there was an, a challenge issued with this <laughs> last statement and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to win this challenge. I, I gotcha. And next, yeah, those, that needs to be Teach Better Swag. There you go. It's me, the Aspire number one guest. Just have numbers on the jacket. On the jacket. Yep. I'm on it. Me too. Now we're going to do all sorts of segments <laughs> together. We're going to reinvigorate the Aspire up. to rise. We're going to do all sorts of, yeah. I'll just randomly jump into your next several interviews Perfect. just so that I can kick myself up to number one. Sounds I think good. everyone will be okay with that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Only if you sing. Oh, see, I will. I'll I'll sing all the Smashing Pumpkin songs now. All right, my friends. So people need to check everything out that you're creating as far as content. How can they connect with you on social media? All right, friends. I am still pretty active on Twitter and Instagram at Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-S-A Johnson. You could check out uh, balance like a pirate going beyond work-life balance to ignite passion and thrive as an educator. And I'm so excited to say that after four years, that message continues to serve. Can't I think it's, it's four years. Good night. I know. And it feels evergreen right now. It's like what people need in the moment. So I kind of shamelessly mentioned that book because I know how deeply it served yep. so many educators. I'm so honored for that. And then also lead with faith got another book that is solo you can get both of those on Amazon and the podcast is the in awe podcast. You can find all of this at Sarah S a Johnson.com. And I'll have it in the show notes as always. Make sure that you're checking those things out. Sarah does a phenomenal job. And Sarah, would you like to leave at least a piece of wisdom for our aspiring leaders? I mean, it's summertime. They're probably thinking about the new year, what they can do to enhance their leadership experiences or skills. So Can you give us just a little piece? Honestly, I just feel called to say right now, just make sure that you sit down and really think about your grace-filled no's and your passionate yeses this year. I think we're coming off of a year that has been really challenging. And I shared with Joshua before we started recording that I was burnt crispy this year. And I know that because I did not take my own advice by learning to say no when I should have. And so that's the advice I feel right now that is most important for most of us. And that, by the way, doesn't have to just be in your professional life. It can be in your personal life and to just really keep yourself in the game for our students and our staff and whatever role you serve, just make sure you have the power and you can empower yourselves. And it is critical to just sit down, make space for that and give the challenging yeses and nos, just like Joshua's done. And just like we can all do. I can do a lot better job, but I think that's <laughs> such great advice because that is so, so relevant. And I think that's a skill that every person, every leader needs to possess. So thank you so much for those amazing words, but then also for just being a fantastic presence in my own life, for providing such amazing responses in our past episodes and 
I just appreciate you so much. Thank you, Joshua. And congratulations on 200. I'm so honored (laughs) to be a part of it. You're amazing.